0: Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you could implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode.
1: To the amazing audience of Frugalpreneur, my name is Richard Blank and I am the CEO of Costa Rica's call center. My journey began back in Northeast Philadelphia when I graduated the proud Abington High School. My favorite class was Spanish, so I doubled down. Went to the University of Arizona, was a Spanish communication major. And at 27 years old, I was given a one in a million opportunity to move to Costa Rica and work at my friend's center for a couple months. Well, that turned into a bunch of years. And I learned the business from the inside out as a proletariat sitting in the cubicles, the good and the bad and the happy and the sad. And what I did learn is that people need their dignity. And if you could extend empathy, you might be able to grow a company. So after learning the business, having some impulse control, maturity, and some capital, decided to throw my hat in the ring and started Costa Rica's call center, February 6th of 2008. That's so when we landed our first client, and we just celebrated our 15th year in business, grown to about 150 seats, and it's been a great run so far. The reason I am doing this is because I believe in the art of speech. And call centers may have a bad rap if they call you during dinner or they're trying to sell stock you don't need, of course. There's a lot of people out there that earn an amazing living by making and receiving phone calls. And in Costa Rica, call centers pay more than most vocations. I've seen very talented telemarketers that can converse in both English and Spanish and convert calls. And it's amazing what I've seen. And so I decided to take that delicate career and expand upon it by being from Philadelphia and Anglo-Saxon. And English is my first language. I'm able to instill good habits very good diplomacy and strategy in regards to our vocabulary and also being a boss that knows their name and wants them to come back to work. And finally, I have amazing gamification culture. So the one thing I do is play pinball with my agents. Very easy to start a business. You just have to be very conservative with your money and start slow. I was raised to only pay for things in cash, so I never overextended myself. In regards to my own industry, a call center, I was very fortunate to be able to rent a turnkey station at a blended or they call it a mixed call center. Almost like an internet cafe that was a little bit more glorified. I was able to make my margin, pay the taxes and the benefits. The agent made what they needed to do and I could scale accordingly. And I did that for a couple of years until I almost outgrew that cage. And so I decided to purchase equipment. And furniture and build out a 150 seat center for my second location now buying secondhand furniture and computers could be extremely efficient for you especially if they come out of the box and have never been used and there is attrition rate and call centers come and go so if you're a student you get there on time you can pick up things for pennies on a dollar so i was able to ramp up my company with the best equipment and i was able to do it for a fraction of the cost And from there, I was able to use that money for bonuses, for promotions, and just having a stockpiled cash, just in case something happens, I could sleep at night and ensure that my business is running and I can give the agents their job stability. And so slow and steady, I did it like a tortoise instead of a hare. I took certain steps and once again, I, I wanted to make sure that I could sleep at night, the moment you don't act your wage and you try to be something you're not, you're, you're trying to keep up with it and having penthouse suites and limousines. It does make sense for certain industries, but for a call center, the most important thing is that they're physiologically comfortable. They have all the equipment and all the support that they need to be the best rock stars and telemarketers in the industry. The biggest success I had when I was bootstrapping my business was being humble. I know that if I closed an account, I got more excitement out of that than any sort of earnings that I made. I was building on momentum. And I know that if I could repeat something and have good habits and structure, that I could expand a company. And so in the beginning, it really wasn't about flashing and moving too fast. I really wanted to make sure that I understood the levels that I was coming into and being able to master them. Because if I couldn't master certain entry-level parts of building a business and being mature and responsible with money, how could I be responsible for hundreds of agents? And so I guess it's just first downs compared to getting a touchdown. And every time that I could keep an agent for a long period of time and have a client work with me for many years, obviously I was getting that sort of positive reinforcement and I was doing something correctly. Now, what have I done wrong in regards to starting a business? Well, what could happen is that you maybe delegate too fast and someone might not be ready for that promotion at that time i believe in right bus right seat somebody could just crush it on the phone but not be the best manager and then all of a sudden there's a burnt out or they become frustrated and so a lot of that money was invested in individuals that looked great sounded great and when you put them on the field they just couldn't throw the ball and score points and so i prefer to build from within and mold somebody that is eager, that can be a squire to a knight compared to bringing in a hotshot that could become a cancer, a jumper and, and ruin the synergy of a call center. And so that sort of investment, it's time and especially money when you're dealing with the sort of labor force that we have here in Costa Rica. The number one tip that I use, once again, is empathy. I mean, knowing somebody's name, breaking bread with them, playing pinball and Pac-Man with them. Showing an of interest in somebody, that doesn't cost me any money. I don't need to shower you with pizza parties and unlimited drinks at a bar on a Friday night. No, I'm looking to build your self-reliance and self-confidence. And if I could be a mentor, if I could be a teacher, if I could be a fine example for somebody where they want to come to work on time, they want to hit their metrics, and they're coachable. Individuals that are willing to be adjusted accordingly in order to become more effective. And so as long as somebody is willing to do that sort of self-analysis, then we can definitely grow. And as the greatest thing you could do is just do things that are free. (laughs) And free is giving someone a compliment. Free is listening in a conversation or having an open door policy. Free is taking the time of listening to someone's phone calls at QA and giving them certain suggestions in order to prolong conversations. Use more rebuttals. Timing in regards to name drops and personal pronouns and clarification questions. And so these are the sort of seeds that I'm planting today that can give me huge returns in the future. And so, yes, pizza parties are warranted and statues and trophies and other events that we have, which are amazing. But I might not be their boss for the next 20 years. Hopefully the last boss they ever have. My goal for them is to give them the sort of experience that they have, so they can see the sort of value that they'll be bringing to the tables. They continue to grow with me and my company. So that's the sort of natural value that we can find when bootstrapping your business. I would like to personally thank Sarah St. John and the amazing audience of Frugalpreneur for taking the time to listen to my story today and my suggestions. I guess my final bit of advice is fortune favors the Braves. You need to leave a castle to slay a dragon, and if you do, you could save a princess and potentially become a prince. There are naysayers and gray believers out there, and these are individuals that love you and care about you, but they may not know the sort of vision quest that you're on in the adventure that you're having. For me, it was very easy. I needed to get past a little bit of parents' guilt, be a little bit selfish because I didn't want to go to Ivy League, my grandpa went to Harvard, Pops went to Columbia business, and David, my older brother, went to Washington Lee. I couldn't compete with that. I needed to follow my own and live my own life. And by gravitating towards a second language, all it did was show good faith and open so many doors for me. And so if you have a sort of passion, if you're putting good faith behind it, being responsible with your finances and your family, then by all means, I think you should dip your toe in the pool of life and try things. Because you never know how high you can fly and how far you can go. And if you're true to yourself, if you can look in the mirror, if you can make your bed in the morning and physiologically feel good. And that's great. Then it's another happy day. And if you have that foundation, if you have that stability, then you're capable of expanding and sharing that with others. And so for me, I wish I had a million dollar trick and there's no shortcut to this, I went old school Philly style. I wanted to really do this and I was going to win it. And the million dollar shot hit. And I'm very gracious for this. I feed families. And it's made me a humble CEO. And if anything and nothing when the gold and the jewels lose its luster, I know at the end of the day that I fulfilled my earlier goals as a young man.
0: Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like minded individuals? Join our community on Slack. Connect with fellow listeners.